0: Welcome to My Two Cents with Keith Beggs from Steadfast Wealth Strategies. In this podcast, we show high-level executives and business owners why comprehensive financial planning and executive bonus structures don't have to be too good to be true. Keith draws on his experience in realistic financial planning, and expert guests share his two cents about academically-based financial planning that you have to hear to believe. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome back to the My Two Cents podcast with Keith Beggs of Steadfast Wealth Strategies. I'm Patrice Sikora. In this episode, Keith dives into a popular retirement saving tool, the 401k. Keith, we all have heard 401k, but why were these created and are they still viable? Hey,
2: well, hey, Patrice, it's good to be back. Um, That's that's a great question. Uh, 401ks, the purpose of a 401k plan it was it's a company a company sponsored plan, and what the companies were really trying to do was they were trying to pass on the retirement responsibility from the company. The point where the purpose of the four hundred and one k plan was to relieve the company of the responsibility to provide a traditional pension plan. Um, as you know, pension plans have gotten extremely expensive for cities, mm. um, local governments, and for a lot of companies. With the rapid increase of, of technology in the health sector and, and the longevity. Risk that now are associated with pensions, companies were wanting to get off of that burden, and so they wanted to pass that burden on to the to the employee. And the way they did that was through what they call now the four hundred one k plan.
1: How do these differ from an IRA? You've got the four hundred one k and then an IRA.
2: Yeah, so a four hundred one k is is sponsored by a company, right? So the company will then choose the investment options that are there for you. We'll choose the platform that's on. They have they choose the fee structure and all of those type of things. Now, the benefit to the 401k over an IRA is the company typically gives you a match, right? And you may have heard of this. You get a 3% match from the company. And what that means is if you put in 3%, or if, let's say you make $100,000, if you put in $3,000, then at the end of the year, they'll match that and they'll put in $3,000 into your 401k plan as well. So they do have a great benefit if you're getting a company match. Some of them are dollar for dollar. Some of them are 50 cents on the dollar. Right, you have, to, you have to figure out from your company what that match is, and they may decrease. As you put more money in, the match may decrease, or it may stop at a certain point. So you need to be aware of that. But the main difference, uh, 401k plans are a company-sponsored plan. They're on company paper. They choose the investment options. They choose the fee structure and everything involved in that. An IRA is an individual retirement account. So what that is is when you're putting your own money in outside of the 401k into a, a retirement account, and you have a much larger opportunity or option choice in terms of the investments that you use. And you have much more control over the fee structure because you control who you choose to work with in those accounts, right? And what account you choose to work with.
1: So you can you have both of these? Could you have a 401k and an IRA?
2: You can. And, and in fact, a lot of people do. And you'll see at the end of the year, you, if you talk to a CPA or something, they ask you if you want to make your IRA contribution for the year. Right. And what that is, is if you want to contribute to your individual retirement account, that's usually fifty five hundred dollars for for most people. And if you contribute that money, um, obviously you get the tax savings with a tax deferral, excuse me, not tax savings, tax deferral of that benefit. And so that's the max you can contribute to an IRA in any one given year. But if you have left a company, we'll talk about this a bit more in a second, I believe. But if you left a company, you could take the money out of a 401k and then roll it into your IRA. So a lot of people have an IRA from an old company, maybe an old 401k they've converted, and then they'll have a 401k with their new company that they're, that they're adding money to, into at this time.
1: Okay. Tell me about the value of 401ks.
2: Yeah, so the, the main value of a 401k to a client is the company match, right? That's basically free money. Obviously, you're working for the company, right? You're providing a service to them. So it's not just straight up free money. But if you're putting in 3% and they're giving you 3%, that's $3,000 just because you saved money that they're willing to save on your behalf. So we always advise every client that we work with, if in any way possible, that's one of the first investments we want to do is contribute to the 401k up until the match. Because you're getting 100% return on that money day one. And I don't know any other investment out there that gives you 100% money return on your money day one. So you always want to contribute up to the match. There's a lot of value there. After the match, the the value of a 401k could typically go down. The other, and and this may be more more perceived value than actual value, I mean, it just depends on where you are in stages of life and cash flow, is the tax deferral, right? So any money that goes into a 401k that you put in, not that your company puts in, that you put in, comes off of your balance sheet or when your tax return is that you do not have to pay taxes on that money at this time. It's considered tax deferred. But that's the key
1: at this time. When do you get hit?
2: Yeah, whenever you'll take that money out of the account, you will pay taxes on that money at that point in time at the tax rate that you're at the tax bracket, you know, that you're in at that time. So as we all know, tax brackets can move, tax rates can move. Right now, we're in what's called the Trump tax break, Trump tax credit. So they're down. We do know that expires unless Congress Mm -hmm. does something at the end of 2024. So some risk involved there and where taxes are going to be, what your income is going to be like later on when you need that. But for a lot of families early on, starting out, getting that tax break can can come in handy.
1: All right. You've got an old 401k sitting around. What are the options for it? I mean, do you have to leave your money there?
2: No, there's actually five different options that an employee or ex-employee has. Oh when they leave a company. The first one is they can just leave it there. You are not required to move your 401k. So let's say you work for Exxon Mobil, I'll just use them, they're a big company down here in, in Houston, uh, and you leave Exxon, you can leave your money invested in the Exxon 401k plane. You're not required to remove that money. But, okay?
1: but could you get hit with some kind of, of uh, administrative fees if you do that?
2: Correct, correct. So there, there could be fees involved with doing that, right? So there's pros and cons of all these things. and you'll, and you'll the, the fees are a big issue with a lot of 401k mm. plans. These things are tilted to help the company um, in a lot of ways with how the fee structure is done more than the employee or the client in our case. So you can leave it there. You don't have to do a thing. The second option is you can move it to your new employer and you can put it on their 401k plan. So let's say you went from Exxon to Chevron. Chevron also offers a 401k plan. You can roll over that money and add it to your Chevron 401k plan. The concern where the... Um, the negativity of doing that is you're still going to have limited options and you're still going to be structured to that company's plan. But the the benefit is it's simplicity. We only have one account right now, right? And what happens to a lot of people is if they they leave it at the previous company, it's out of sight, out of mind.
1: Oh, they forget.
2: Yeah. And it's crazy. You, think, you know, I would never forget about twenty five, thirty five, fifty thousand dollars 35 50000 a year, but it happens a lot. We'll sit with clients and we'll ask them, okay, where are all your old four? And they'll know they have them. <laughs> well, I worked at this company, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And I'm like, well, who is the custodian? And the custodian would be like a Charles Schwab or a a Wells Fargo or Mm -hmm. or someone um, that that manages the holds holds the money and they won't know who the custodian is. So we have to go find out where the money is. So that's a concern there about leaving to the company, but you could move it to your new company. Third, you could cash it out. You are allowed to cash the money out and take the money out now you'll get a big cash influx from doing that. You'll also owe taxes on that money and it it might bump you up in tax brackets, right? Because you'd be getting a large lump sum. And if you're under 59 and a half, you could have to pay a penalty on that money, which would be an additional 10% tax. Mm. So these are designed to be retirement accounts, right? They want you to plan and save this money for retirement. And one of the incentives not really an incentive, but really a penalty, right? And to try to enforce that and get you to think with that mindset is that they'll charge you a 10% penalty if you access this money pre 59 and a half. Mm -hmm. So you can cash it out. Typically, we don't recommend that unless you need cash flow. but it is something that's out there. Finally, you can do what's called a, 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 we call it a not so simple indirect rollover, meaning you can take the money in hand for 60 days and within 60 days, you can then move it into an IRA. So some people kind of think look at that as a 60-day interest-free loan to, to have the access, and they can kind of figure out what they want to do with it. Uh, the concern there is it's got to be done exactly right. All the all the I's right. died, all the T's crossed, because the IRS is really looking at how those work and what you're doing there, I and mean, they're trying to catch you, and so there could be some big penalties for doing that. The most common one is just a direct rollover into an IRA or an mm. individual retirement account. And what I mean by that is you would take it from the Chevron or Exxon 401k plan and you would roll it over into an individual retirement account with an advisor or by yourself. And then you can manage it and choose all the different options um, that are out there for you. The benefit of that is you can get more options besides just stocks and bonds, right? A lot of people are looking for some, some more secure investment opportunities that don't have as much risk or maybe as many fees. One that's been common for a lot of our uh, clients is a, it's called an indexed annuity. And you can roll over a 401k or IRA, old IRA into an indexed annuity product. And, and so that just gives you more options to better fit your needs or what you're trying to accomplish overall than just what the typical 401k plan may offer.
1: Is there any tax hitch you have to be careful of in that case?
2: In a rollover, it is. it should not be any... Um, there should be no it should not be a taxable event in in any manner so if the company goes if it goes from company to company we shouldn't be paying any taxes now you can go as i said not so simple company to employee or client and then to an investment you know or an account but you got to have a really good paper trail and it's got to be done exactly correct or they're going to look at that i mean they always say what are some red flags that will get you audited in a tax return right? What are some things they are looking for? And indirect rollovers like that are something Mm. that they're going to look at because they, they typically usually feel you're trying to cheat the system. Well, maybe Um, you are a little bit. (laughs) You are. And (laughs) legally you can for 60 days, right? (laughs) So, um, but it's just something you really, you really need to be aware of. And I would always advise anybody if they're looking to do something like that, we can help them with the rollover process, but I would always advise them to talk to a CPA, to make sure that the tax situation is handled correctly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So they want to talk to uh, um, a CPA to make sure that is done exactly correct because we are not CPAs I'm over here at Steadfast.
1: All right. Now we're talking here 401k and IRAs, but then there's this word Roth that comes in. You have IRAs mm-hmm. and Roth IRAs. You have 401ks and Roth 401ks. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I'm a
2: big fan of Roth uh, 401ks and Roth IRAs. What a Roth means is that you pay taxes on the money up front. So if I was going to contribute to a Roth 401k and I was going to contribute the $3,000, we'll just go back to that same mm-hmm. scenario. Earlier, we talked about the 401k. I can defer those taxes. If I want to put that money in a Roth, I cannot. I pay the taxes on the year at which I put the money into a Roth. So let's say I contributed $3,000 in this year, 2020, to a Roth. I would show that income on my 2020 tax return and I would pay the taxes on that income this year. Well, why would you do that instead of defer the taxes? Well, the benefit is now all the interest that grows in that account also grows tax free, right? In the previous account, I defer the taxes, but all the interest I'm going to have to pay taxes on when I take the money out. So that 3000 grows to six, grows to nine, grows to 25, whatever. I'm going to pay taxes on the whole 25 Mm -hmm. in a Roth. I pay taxes on the three today. If that money goes to 25, all 25,000 of that is tax free later on. So you'll hear a, a common phrase is, do you want to tax the seed or do you want to tax the harvest? I like and that. Do I want to yeah. tax the seed, right? As I'm, if I'm a, if I'm a farmer, I tax the seed, which is small before. And then when the whole harvest grows, I get all of that tax free with a, traditional IRA or 401k I'm not taxing the seed but when that harvest grows into the large big number right then I have I have a partner in that right that's not all my all my money Mm. right so you'll see a lot of people they'll think well yeah my 401k account is half a million dollars or whatever it is well it might be but it's not your 401k account you have a partner in that account and your partner is the IRS (laughs) and so it's it's, so you you might uh, own three-fourths of that account but they, they own a, a large chunk of it as well. So when you do the Roth, it t- it, tr- it really is an individual retirement account or an individual 401k account.
1: You were telling me before we started recording that there's something different about this year and you really should pay attention to it if you've got a 401k.
2: Yeah, so obviously this year has been a, a crazy year, right? On, on, any st- <laughs> yeah. on any standard, right? 2020 uh, will be talked about for a long time. One of the things the government did, and they did this back in March, April, when they did their first rollout program. And it's part of what's called the CARES Act. And you may have heard of the CARES Act. But what they said is if you've had a COVID related uh, experience, uh, meaning a negative experience, a job loss, a payroll reduction, or something in that nature, you can have access to monies that are in your 401k or IRA pre 59 and a half penalty free. So, What that means is we talked about this earlier. These accounts are set up to be retirement accounts. And if you would access the money before you're 59 and a half, they would add an additional 10% tax onto that money. Uh And what they're doing is for up to $100,000, right? No more than $100,000. They will waive that 10% pre-withdrawal penalty, which if you took out $100,000 would save you $10,000. So, I mean, that's a really nice savings. We've actually had to help a couple clients with this this year as they didn't know what they were going to do for income. They had been right. saving very diligently in a 401k plan. And we'll find this a lot with 401ks. A lot of people will save a lot of money in their 401k, but they won't have any flexibility or liquidity to live on right now for today's today's needs or today's issues, right? Obviously, none of us expect COVID to come along, but any kind of short-term interruption they won't have that money saved because they've done they do really really well at saving for r- retirement but they don't have what we maybe call an emergency fund or some liquid money for emergencies now and so what we've been able to do is use this to get access to, to some of those funds that they had saved so that they can, can continue living a life now that they're living paying for their kids college whatever those things might be uninterrupted while they while they look for a new job so that expires at the end of this year so Um, And it's, there's a couple of qualifications and things like that. So if anyone has any questions on that, we'd love to talk to them about it. Don't just go take out a hundred thousand dollars saying you heard this
1: podcast.
2: (laughs) Do you 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 have to
1: put that money back in at any time?
2: You don't, you don't, you don't have to put the money back in. Now you can put the money back in. And so if you take that money out, you still have to pay taxes on it, right? It's not tax free. It's just penalty free. Right. So if you put the money back in, then you don't have to pay the taxes on it. Again. Um, again, right. Okay. So, so you can get that money back in. There, and you can actually defer the taxes on that withdrawal for three years. So you can, let's say I took out $100,000 and I owed 20000 in taxes on that. I could pay those. I don't have to pay those 20000 in taxes. I'm, I could pay a little bit this year, a little bit next year, and a little bit in the third year. Or I could wait and pay it all in the third year. So again, talk to your CPA about the different tax strategies Mm -hmm. there. We can give you some sound solutions just on your income and different things on on what may make sense. But we always advise when it comes to taxes to have a CPA help you with that just to make sure, again, all all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. And uh, we have some great CPA partners um, that we can help you with if that's something Mm -hmm. um, that you need. But if you're struggling with cash flow right now and you've done a really good job of saving for retirement and you're just looking for a little breathing room, and you just need a little, just a little bit of help to kind of get you to the next job for the next six months or what that might be. They did this to help you, right? This is built in to help you. Don't be ashamed or feel bad about using things that have been done
0: to it's make your life money. easier for you. Yeah. It's your, if your money.
2: money. You have access to it. They're just giving you access to it right now when you need it and then not you know making you wait another 15, right. 20 years, depending on your age to get to that money. So. All
1: right. Now we're going to get into some other common questions that you've uh, been asked about 401ks, but before we get there, I want to make sure that we get in the information about how people can reach you.
2: Great. Yeah. Thank you for asking that, Patrice. So they can obviously uh, go to our website. It is uh, steadfast, which is S T E A D F A S T W S.com. And that stands for steadfast wealth strategies.com. Um, They can email me at Keith at steadfastws.com, or they could give me a call phone number 832-506-9034. Again, that's 832-506-9034.
1: And we'll review that again too before we say goodbye. But tell me about some other of the questions that you often get on a 401k.
2: Yeah. And a lot of these are going to be client specific. So the Mm -hmm. answers aren't, um, a lot of things we've talked about so far have been generalizations they kind of universal, um, and these are going to be a little bit more client-specific. You'll have them, um, wh- what can I roll my money over into? Do I have to roll it into stocks, bonds? What other options do I have? And we kind of touched on that briefly. What rules apply to a 403B or a 457 yes. or a pension plan?
1: Yes, right? explain those, right. Yeah, so 403B,
2: 457 are the government's versions of 401Ks. Some of them you have liquidity options. Some of you don't. Some of them work like a pension where you're just going to get a payout on them. Some of them have a cash value, so those will need to look at individually to what your options are. Do they fall under the CARES Act? Is there money that you could even get out if you needed it, um, and those type of things? And then how do pension plans play into this? Do I take a lump sum out of my pension plan? Do I keep my pension plan? Do I do single life on a pension plan, or do I do my life plus my spouse? You know, there's a lot of things with pension plans you really need to look at to making the best uh, decision. Can I roll over my 401k directly into a Roth? So a lot of people refer to Roth conversions. Should I do that? Do I have to do it all at once? Can I do it a little bit every year, right? So what do those different options look like? Can I pay the taxes for a, a conversion out of that account? Or do I have to pay them out of a separate account, right? So those are all things that you want to look at. I have a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA. Can I use them both for the CARES Act? hmm what what are my options there? How much am I paying in fees on my employer's plan? That's right. a that's good question. That, that's a great question. And one that I can't tell you without looking at your <laughs> employer's plan. And probably one we'll have to call to get the answers on. Uh, because uh, they, they typically don't like to put any fees that they don't have to on the paperwork. The more hidden the fees can be, the better for them as the company. So, um, But everyone should be asking that question, whether they're looking to do a rollover or not. Um, How much of my fees in my in my plan and are there any lower fee options inside yeah. the plan? Because fees will eat up your growth so fast without you ever knowing it. One of the other questions we get a lot and something I, I think we should have almost made its own topic is in service distributions. A lot of companies, especially if you're over 59 and a half and you're still working, will allow you to take money off of the company platform. Right. So it's an insert. You're still working mm-hmm. and it's a distribution from your 401k. So in service means I'm still working at the company and I'm taking a distribution from my 401k. Why would you want to do that? For a lot of people, as they get closer to retirement, stock market volatility becomes very, very unnerving to them. I'm, so, I'm going to need this money in five, 10 years. I don't want to watch another 2008 happen or an 0102 mm-hmm. or, or even what we saw in March happen. That really makes them unnerving. So we can do an in-service distribution and we can move that money into a safe money investment or safe money alternative to reduce the amount of risk in their portfolio and reduce the amount of fees in their portfolio. So it's a great option there. The other thing you can do with an in-service distribution is you are not typically legally allowed to get 401k advice from a financial advisor. So I can only advise you about if rollovers or different things like that, I can't help you choose the investments on your plan because I'm not sponsored by that plan and I'm not being paid to do that. So I have no legal right to do that. Another thing you can do with an in-service distribution is you can move that money off of their plan onto a plan that you can then get financial advice right. for it. So this is most people's largest investment. You go talk to the majority of people out there, the majority of their money is in a 401k. Mm -hmm. or an old 401k. And it's the only investment they're not allowed to get any legal financial help with. So by doing an in-service distribution, they can then go and get advice on what, what indexes they should be in, which funds they should be in, which stocks they should be in, how many stocks versus how many bonds, how much risk is in my portfolio. All of these different topics that they need help with, right? This is their retirement savings plan. And the only plan that they're having to solve everything for on their own right now and so by doing these in-service distributions, they can now get legal help from a financial advisor like ourselves, or they can go and get onto some other investment strategies besides maybe things that have so much volatility and so much up and down as they get closer to retirement, that more in line with their risk tolerance. So again, that's a that's a key point. Probably should have made it a whole topic at the beginning, but I definitely <laughs> wanted to make sure we talked about that. One other um, point I want to make on Roth IRAs, if I could jump back real quick, mm-hmm. Patrice. If I contribute $3000 this year to a Roth IRA and I'm 50 years old and I need cash flow I can go get the money that I contribute that I'd already paid taxes on out pre-59 and a half penalty free. The interest in that account would be taxable or be up subject to the penalty. But the money that I put in a Roth IRA I can get out penalty free. I really one, as many people as i can talk to, to to really look into the roth ira or roth 401k options while they're working i know that tax deferral sounds good and saving that little bit of money this year seems like it's going to be a huge benefit but the liquidity um, and the options and and just the uh, the overall benefits of doing the roth now right and the, the diversity of things that you could do in the future with it in hard times or good times i think really opens up so many windows for clients to do better planning Better saving strategies and to just to, to achieve the retirement goals uh, a little bit easier and a little bit faster.
1: And I have to admit that uh, having a 401k or a Roth 401k, if you're doing it through your employer, it doesn't really hurt because you don't see that money in your paycheck. It's gone. You know, right. it's not as if you have to make that step to to put it into an account yourself.
2: Right. No. I, yeah. We we want everyone that we that we work with to contribute up to the max. With their company, um, we typically tell them to contribute to the Roth. The company is always going to contribute to a traditional uh, um, 401k. They're never going to contribute to a Roth. Mm-hmm. So if you're putting in 3000 to a, tradi- uh, a Roth and they're putting in 3000 to a traditional, you have great diversification in your investments. No matter what happens with the tax laws, you're, you're going to have a great bucket to go with. If something happens and you need some cash flow now, you have a, a way to get to some cash flow because you've already paid taxes on some of that money. So just a lot more flexibility. Uh, for the client and just uh, greater benefits as they move on down the road.
1: Okay, Keith, one more time. How can people reach you?
2: Yeah, great. So they can go to our website, steadfastws.com. Again, that's S-T-E-A-D-F-A-S-T-W-S.com. They could also email me at Keith at steadfastws.com or give us a call at 832-506-9034 on our website, we have a banner. They can click and get a, a 401k rollover download. So it's a little eight page booklet that talks a little bit about what we talked about today. Um, so if maybe they, some people like to read versus listen in terms of comprehension, so they can download that rollover guide and get that. And then they can come in and set an appointment. We can talk about their different
1: options. Keith, lots of great information there on something that just about everybody has to deal with. So it's good stuff. Keith Beggs of Steadfast Wealth Strategies. To subscribe to all upcoming episodes of Keith's podcast, My Two Cents, use the subscribe button on this page. And you can also share with the share button. I'm Patrice Socora, and let's talk again later.
0: Thank you for listening to My Two Cents with Keith Beggs. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. All securities discussed are offered and provided through Steadfast Financial Planning, LLC. This podcast is not intended to provide specific investment, financial planning, tax, or legal advice. It is intended for educational purposes only. Please consult your tax advisor, financial advisor, or legal professional for specific advice on your specific situation.